In the shadow of your wings I will abide forever And hear my spirit sings I will rejoice in you, my God Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Well, good evening and welcome to the program tonight. I'm so glad to have our dear friend in the Lord Jesus Christ, Boyce Moten, with us tonight. Uh, what a joy it is to see his face and just to sense the countenance of Christ within him. Boyce has been a friend for over 50 years and I mean a true friend because I've sensed in him not only encouragement but correction not only uh, comfort but also direction and uh, I'm thankful for your life Boyce and I'm looking forward to our time together tonight Uh, we're going to take some time tonight to talk about guidance God's guidance in you is actually what we're going to talk about and the scriptures talk so plainly about this concept of Christ being the shepherd and we being the sheep. So, Father, as we begin tonight, would you just open our hearts to the great and good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, and may he lead us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. May he form words and thoughts within our hearts that we might share and comfort those, especially that might be struggling with this idea of listening for your voice. God, help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Boyce, again, it's good to have you on the program. Introduce yourself and tell us a little bit where you've ministered. Well, um, I want to say, first of all, John, to your listeners, that there are few men on earth that I respect as much as I do John Marins, and that I've counted a privilege to sit at his feet. And when we get together, we invariably uh, talk about the Word of God, and his insights have been a tremendous help to me. I uh, praise the Lord for all of that, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I reflect that back to Jesus, my daddy. Yeah, well, it's, uh, uh, it's to me, uh, radio is a private kind of communication. Yes. So we're talking to somebody in the bedroom or the kitchen or driving in the car. Yes. And uh, the people that I deal with every day are kind of frustrated and uh, needing guidance. And we come to the place now where we've got GPS, sometimes in our car and our telephone. And uh, it is a tremendous thing to have that kind of guidance. And the Word of God gives it. The, the, the Bible is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. The word lamp uh, refers to a small oil lamp. Uh, there were the seven-branch lampstand in the uh, holy place didn't give much light but there were no windows it was you know but the bible is a lamp and it's also a light and the word light is used in genesis let there be light and he god called the light day and so there are some things in the bible that are just clear as day you know you just you can't miss them and there are other things in the bible that we have to uh, you know peter said we take heed unto the prophetic word like a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns. And you know, you're studying the Bible. I was studying Isaiah 40, 31. In fact, I had memorized it. 
uh, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They'll mount up the wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not faint. And uh, I could, like a parrot, but I never really thought seriously about it. And so I got my strong exhaustive concordance, and I looked up the word wait. And, of course, in English, there are two different ways that we talk about. Waiter, would you mind bringing me a menu? Uh, or I'm waiting on John Marins. I plan to meet him, and, uh, and he promised he'd be here. So I expect him. I'm, I'm waiting. And uh, it's the latter. The New International says they had hope in the Lord. But it just, all of a sudden, it just blossomed and opened up to me. One of the reasons, John, why prayer meeting is so poorly attended, nobody expects anything. Jesus, help us. Yeah, they just, you know, well, uh, you know, uh, we go on Sunday morning pretty regularly, but yeah, prayer meeting, you know. But if you really expect God to do something, all of a sudden, your attitude is 100% different. We were talking before we came on the air about Paul and Silas in prison in Philippi, and uh, their backs are bleeding, and their feet are in the stocks, and it's midnight, and uh, instead of grousing and complaining, Paul said, do everything without murmuring and complaining. Yes. They expected God to do something, and they're singing and and praying. Jesus, and uh, the the Lord showed up. He's uh, one guy said, God is always reliable but never predictable. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, so to this man uh, uh, on his tractor, or to this lady uh, in the kitchen, I want you to know that God knows your name. Yes, he does. He knows where you live. Yes, he does. And he understands, you know, he's numbered the very hairs of your head. You're more valuable than sparrows, and he really wants to guide you. Yeah. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And we mentioned earlier in John chapter 10, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. And so I believe that if you really belong to the Lord— he is going to give you guidance. Of course, the primary way that he gives us guidance is by the Bible. Amen. As we mentioned in, in uh, Psalm 119, 105, it's a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. But, uh, John, you and I both know that God is all-powerful, and he doesn't have to ask our permission no. for the way to guide people. He, no. he guided Balaam by a talking donkey. <laughs> yes. And he kind of... <laughs> It's interesting that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And something that I've almost gone to seed on is Hebrews chapter 12, comparing Jewish worship and Christian worship. Jewish worship was physical. You come to a physical mountain. You could touch Mount Sinai, and uh, you, could, it, you could feel the, the earthquake. You could, and even Moses did exceedingly fear mm -hmm. and quake, but that was a physical mountain. Mm -hmm. But the writer of Hebrews said, we haven't come to a mountain like that. We've come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, innumerable company of angels, the spirits of just men made perfect. It was a spirit, you know, that there are angels here. And, uh, and uh, when Elisha's servant was afraid, he said, well, God opened his eyes and let him see. We're surrounded by spiritual forces that are supernatural and and powerful. And uh, the early church didn't have organs and stained glass windows. They had 
the the belief and the reality that that God was there and Jesus was there and the spirits of just men made perfect and innumerable company of angels and that was far more enticing than some kind of special effects where we put smoke or lights or something to try and and make worship important to people but back to this woman in the kitchen uh, I don't know what problems and difficulties you're facing, but one of the beautiful things that uh, when, you, <laughs> when you pray for guidance, anyhow, uh, there's something like having a GPS in your car, but it's even better to have a guide yes yes in your car some yes. somebody that's been there before knows exactly where they're going you don't have to take your eyes off the road the guide can say hey turn right here or or whatever and i'm convinced that jesus is that kind of a guide he said come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and that this lady in the kitchen or the man who can't pay the rent and uh he says come to me and uh, take my yoke upon you and learn. King James says, learn of me. But I think it means learn from me. That Jesus is not distant. He is with you. I want, you know, uh, most of us are too young to know about uh, teams of horses or using a yoke. But... If you have a an animal that is trained to work in a yoke, you put the new animal beside them, and the older animal, the experienced animal, teaches the young animal what to do. And this is what Jesus is asking or promising to uh, all, all of our listeners: is that if 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 you got a problem, <laughs> I'm your answer. Yes, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and and uh, I want to help you. I I I know you. You know, it's just you know. Um, he said, Nathan, where, you know, or where, where did you see? Oh, I saw you under the fig tree. Uh, I I I knew you, Saul. <laughs> Saul, <laughs> who are you? Well, I'm Jesus. You know, and, and I I know you, Zacchaeus. Hey, come down. I, I know you. In fact, I want to have dinner at your house today. <laughs> and so you, uh, we haven't got a clue how many stars there are, not even how many galaxies there are. But Psalm 147 says that God numbers the stars and gives every star a name. And so, boy, what a thrill to realize that you've got a friend who sticks closer than a brother and he understands everything about you. Now, we had mentioned a little while ago before we went on the air that the devil is a liar and a deceiver, mm -hmm. and we have to try the spirits whether they are of God. Yes. There's an old joke about the guy that read in Mark chapter 11 that whatever you believe, you just ask God and he'll give it to you. So this guy said, I believe I can fly like a bird. And to prove it, I'm going to get this ladder and get up on top of the barn, and I'm going to launch and show you that God's word is true, and I can fly like a bird. So he crawls up there, and he gets ready to jump, and he looks down on the ground, and there was a bird taken off from the ground. <laughs> so, so, 
God gave him wisdom. He said, if I can, <laughs> if I can fly like a bird, I don't have to get on this barn, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, but the, the point is, uh, God knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust, and he's going to get down on our level. Please. You know, when, uh, when teaching a little child, uh, someone said, you really need to kneel down. Wow. And get down because you're standing six feet tall and the kid's just so small and looks up and it's, he can't relate to you as much or as well as if you just, well, this is what I think God wants to do to everybody that's listening to us. Uh, he understands your frame. He knows that you're dust. And uh, you can just be absolutely honest with him. You can say, God... <laughs> Uh, I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. Mm -hmm. That's what Isaiah said, and God understood that. And it's interesting to me that uh, Moses said, well, I, <laughs> I can't uh, deliver the people of God. I've forgotten the language, and I've, uh, I'm wanted as a criminal down there. Uh, Paul, Saul of Tarsus, said, you know, I'm the chief of sinners, and and yet, when we are just transparent and humble and open up to God and say, God, I need you, then that's when the Lord, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And uh, you just cannot win, you know, you were giving me insight into the book of Esther and the wicked Haman. And when the king Xerxes said to wicked Haman, what shall be done to the man whom the king delighted to honor? And this proud, egotistical, wicked man said, well, it's got to be me. That I'm number one. <laughs> oh, God, God is so fortunate to have me on his side. You know, yeah, the yeah. king is so fortunate to have me on his side. And I, I just can't wait to see what God's going to do for me. And it turned out to be Mordecai, the guy that Haman hated. And uh, the point that I'm getting at for our listeners is that don't try and fool God. He knows everything about you. You can't fool him. Just be honest with him and say, God, I've messed up. I've got a, I've got worlds of problems that I, I can't handle. Please, God, give me help. And in that situation, John, I think that's when God reaches down and says, it's all right, my child. So, boys, turn that into a prayer. Would you, as we would draw to a close today, help us to pray that prayer, boys? Father, you've taught us in the Bible that when we do not know how to pray as we ought, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And so I ask, I claim this promise, Father, that when our listeners really don't know exactly what to do, that you're going to intervene on their behalf and make what they really need crystal clear to our Heavenly Father. 
And we ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, boys. Thanks so much for sharing with us tonight. God bless you. Thank you for listening to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. If you don't have a church home, they would like to invite you to join them this Sunday for morning worship at 1045. The church is located at 969 Granby Miners Road in Granby, Missouri. Have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings. I will rejoice in you, my God, in the shadow of your